Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so... Thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! Ground ball to shortstop. The throw is to second. And again, the ball sails past LaGrange into right field. This is the hot corner. The runners will score, and a cascade of boos rain down from the stands as clearly the fans' sympathy for this scrappy little no-arm man has run out. With Harrison Lynch. Now, granted, the throw was a little wide, but you got to believe that a two-arm player would have made the catch. In fact, a one-arm player would have at least had a shot at it, which calls to mind the question once again, why, with all the two-armed youngsters waiting in the minor leagues, does this team stick with an armless second baseman? On 1080. And he hasn't had a hit in ever. In ever, Jerry. In ever. The Fan. Welcome into the hot corner for a must be a Wednesday, as it's always a Wednesday. We are here 8 to 10 during college football season because Tenny and the fan, we're the home of the Ducks. So Wednesdays from 7 to 8, you will get the coaches roundtable show. Correct. Uh, shout out to the texture that said a Harrison Lynch roundtable would be better. <laughs> we're, we're still here, friend. We're just an hour later. That's yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. We're still here. Which means that in the 9 o'clock hour, we're going to be extra goofy because we're not here normally after 9. We are officially full-on Hot Corner After Dark. Almost completely. I mean, there's still some brightness outside Is if you there? look behind you. you know, oh, it's- dang it. It's just, so, it's just so dark in here. I didn't even look behind me to see that you are correct, Mike, that it is a little bit bright outside. Yeah. I mean, it's probably going to be two or three weeks until it's fully hot corner after dark. I haven't even adjusted the chair. Normally when I sit down, I adjust the chair. But now I can like fully see you and I'm sitting up. I kind of like this. But your feet can't touch the ground. Oh, my feet. Oh, they can't ever touch the ground, can they? Uh, no, no. But I, I got the little like lip on the chair mm. that you can rest on. Oh, like I'm straight dangling. I'm probably about at least a solid foot from the I think ground. You got a new drop right there. <laughs> straight, I'm straight dangling. Straight dangling. Straight dangling. <laughs> Although what's funny is that I am also dangling right now. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. You hang to the left or the right? Uh, I hang straight down, <laughs> but I'm dangling. Boom! Power move. <laughs> you can have longer shorts right in the center. <laughs> <laughs> uh the uh the chair here i mean it's got the it's got the rest under me that's where i put my feet seats. right right but yeah if i just sit normally i'm dangling got a little beers on us vibe there <laughs> <laughs> that was a soda uh cbd duh 
Oh, that's Rao. Uh, I, I will say, while the time is different, we are still on the banks of the poop-filled Will- Willamette. We are still live from the poop-filled Willamette. And the reason I say that is, is because Patrick didn't. Uh, no, because Multnomah County uh, Twitter page just let out this alert. Attention people and pets, don't swim, water scree, or powerboat in the Ross Island Lagoon. And the whole gate channel. I can because see of a Ross toxic Island from algae here. bloom harmful to health if the toxins are inhaled or swallowed. Well, Great. we've been we've been seeing the algae bloom floating around. I've I've been I've I've been <laughs> Are you serious? It's just like softballs oh, everywhere. You there, know? It, there it is, yeah, that algae bloom. What, what's that what's that woman from uh, Arizona that was really good for USA Finch? Um, oh, Jen- Jesse Finch. Yeah, it's like Jesse Finch is just throwing softballs at me right now. I was like, please give me more details than woman <laughs> from Arizona who was very good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can see Ross Island. The whole gate channel is right here. Um, but we've been noticing this algae bloom has been what a serious What you're saying thing. is we're going to die. We're going to die. Uh, I've, I've, from Warm Springs Tribal Reservation to the Columbia, I have touched Every aspect of water of the Deschutes River this summer. Okay. Going to go down in history as one of my claim to fames. I'm going to be an old man in a rocking chair talking to my grandkids who are like on hoverboards. And I'm going to tell them, back in my day, I went rafting and I touched every part of water from here to here. They're going to be like, that's weird, Grandpa. We don't touch anything anymore. I'm like, you suck, Grandpa. Why are you still in jail? Uh, but, uh, but I noticed while I was down there that I saw some rangers spreading some, Alcohol's a hell of a drug, kids. <laughs> spreading some pesticides, uh, to get rid of the algae bloom because it's really coming. It's not just coming after like the water and us as, uh, the, how do I put it? The, the invasive species that is the human race, uh, that it's also hurting some of the plants and stuff, you know, on the side. So even, even the state, even the Rangers and the, the good old Bureau of Land Management, the fine folk over there, they, they're aware of it as well. I didn't realize that algae could be poisonous and it makes me question whether or not the lake that I went to at camp when I went to camp for a couple of years when I was younger, mm-hmm. uh, was filled with poisonous algae because, all we had in that disgusting lake was algae and goose poop. Yeah. And a lot of goose poop. And if you were, you know, they would bring us out there. This was a camp with school, which I still am angry at my parents about. For the first half of camp, they we did class. It's the summer. Yeah. Why are you putting me in class again? And then in the second half, we would go out over to the lake mm-hmm. and we would swim and eat lunch and do various activities. And then we would go back to the school and we would go play on the fields mm, and okay. do various activities. It was a split day. How close was the shore? Oh, not that close. Okay. This was in North Jersey. Okay. And um, that lake was horrific. But it's like, hey, we're going to the lake and the only thing you can do is swim. So shoot. Go swim. Go swim. And you go into the water and it's just like you're dodging algae and there's goose poop <laughs> everywhere. And then there's like a... There's like a little like uh, dock that's kind of floating out there and you can take a ladder up to it and people would jump off. And I'm like, I don't want any part of this. I don't want to be swimming amongst the algae. So now I'm worried that it's all poisonous. And now that's why I'm so stupid. Well, be careful if you're swimming in the Willamette or the Descahooties because things could get a little wild. Well, the one lake that I used to frequent as a child is Blue Lake over in the uh, Park Rose area. Okay. And I mean, we went there all the time as kids. And then I revisited that 
area like 15 years later, took my son there, and there were signs all up and down the bank of that lake. Like, yeah, don't basically don't go in this water. Never go in this water. Yeah. If pe- you've ever gone in this water in your life, <laughs> go see a doctor. I don't have a third arm or anything. Third leg maybe, but no third arm. And there was definitely people out there swimming in that. The water. algae bloom, you might say. Yes. <laughs> Look out. Look out. And now uh, Googling that lake, toxic algae found at South Portland Park for third year in a row. So Blue Lake. Probably don't don't go visiting that much more anymore. Be careful. Be careful. Blue Lake Regional Park. Be careful. It was the spot. Loved it. Went there all the time. Family would pack up the Aerostar van and mob out there on Saturdays. Spend eight, nine hours out there. There's another lake right next to it called Fairview Lake. Oh, there's a bunch of homes over there. I thought you were about to say, there's a bunch of homeless people there. <laughs> probably also, yes. Okay. But because uh, it is right off Marine Drive. So the homeless are probably also there. Growing up in Vancouver, there were three places you could go to swim. Klein Line, Vancouver Lake, and you go to Frenchman's Bar for the Columbia River. The Columbia River, yeah. Those are three places you could swim at. We went to those three places all the time. Never went into the water. <laughs> Never. It is disgusting. Klein line. Any shout out to Hazeldale, North Salmon Creek, Vancouver, Klein line. You only went there to hang out. You did not get in the water. <laughs> Vancouver Lake never got in the water. The Columbia, you it was bad enough you had to dodge the needles on Frenchman's Bar that you weren't getting into the Columbia there. As there's like giant oil rig tankers. <laughs> Coming in up the channel, I was like, eh, "I'm not going to swim in that." Boom. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to hang out on the beach here. Well, actually, I'm just looking at Google clear Maps off a here. little spot and make sure I don't, uh, you know, get hep. Based on the satellite, <laughs> it looks like Klein Line Pond is the cleanest of the three. I can't believe that. Vancouver There's Lake nothing is you like can a, tell me. It's like, like a gray color. It's like when I was a kid, Burger King had a salmonella outbreak at a Burger King in Spokane. Okay, I was born in Spokane. I lived there till I was 11. When I was about eight eight years old, Burger King had a salmonella outbreak. What out- Burger King hasn't had a salmonella <laughs> at, outbreak? At this rite of passage. And I just remember it was on the news. And since that day, I have never had Burger King. It's just stuck in my brain. You can't eat that, man. You'll die. You know, yeah. You know what looks even worse than all of that? Sturgeon Lake next to Salvia Island. That thing looks disgusting on Google Maps. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like gray-brown. Yeah, 503 Klein line is so gross. However, I did swim at Frenchman's. Kudos to you. Yeah, Klein is Vancouver's Willamette River. Yeah, it's <laughs> disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And then you see little children running around, and you're like, Mom, I'm going to call CPS. Please don't do the... Take your kids out of there. There's going to be five finned fish in there. They're going to grow up with six toes. <laughs> I don't know if they've lost four or gained one. I don't know. I also like this text. Dudes, it's called Goose Deuce. <laughs> the Goose Deuce. For Goose Poop. The Goose Deuce. Oakley Duckley. Well, we got a baseball show for you tonight. Like I said, we'll be here throughout the college football season as we are home of the Ducks. We'll be here from 8 to 10 p.m. So adjust your schedules. And if you miss us, you can download us on the Les Schwab Tires podcast. Uh, you can follow us on social media. Mike's on Twitter at Mike Lynch 27 You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at pdd 85 and there's Joseph over there. He's on Twitter as well at JoeFish3. That's F-I-S-C-H. Like I said, 503-250-1080. That bad boy will let you interact with us throughout the entire show. That's the text line. 
And uh, speaking of fun stuff, Beers on Us podcast will drop tomorrow at 4, as it always does, with the exception of when it doesn't. Because um, of technical issues. Because of technical issues, but it's a cool one. Uh, the awesome people over there at Berlick Brewing Company, if you haven't had their beer, it's not too late. Uh, they're easily one of the top five best breweries in the state. Um, I was going to say in the city, and the state just came out. It shows my love for the Berlick crew over there. Top five breweries in the country? Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm way into the Barely Kids. They made a beer for Mike and I for our podcast, the Beers on Us podcast. It's called Beer of the Week. Uh, grab that at Barelick. They also do home delivery. Just go to their website, and you can figure that out and join us. That podcast you can get everywhere you get podcasts, including TinnyTheFan.com and the Odyssey app. When we come back, there's big news out of North, up North, out of Seattle. We got a lot of stuff to get to. There's Javi Baez and the Mets. There's what the hell's going on in the National League West. Things about and to get great. Look cray at cray. Daniel Vogelbach out there, just a unit, and and some units around baseball. A lot to get to. This is the hot corner on 1080 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Let's give a shout out to all the people dealing with Hurricane Ida as it blasted Louisiana. They're still without power in New Orleans. I saw well, an entire tower collapse into the Mississippi River. I saw it yesterday. Ida was in Tennessee, which ended up canceling Bonnaroo. And now it's hammering your home state, Mike. It is. Uh... My mom just texted me back. Remind me of your mother's name? Maxine. Maxine. Maxine and Gary. Yes. Our love is with you two. It's raining, sometimes hard. Nobody seen... else in Jersey, just you two. We've seen a lot of lightning, but only one thunder. Uh, I just told her Newark Airport's flooded, apparently. Uh, AOC just tweeted this out nine minutes ago. Don't be this Jack A. She didn't actually say that. She's, like, polite. But, like, there's a video of this guy delivering Grubhub on his bike Going through Brooklyn, <laughs> waist deep in water, but he's like, I gotta get this food there. That's the dedication of Grubhub. You won't see Uber Eats doing that. Okay, now I need you guys to do me a favor. What? Oh God! Look Mike at Daniel. Always asks for stuff. Look at Daniel Vo- Daniel Vogelbach. Oh. He is up to the he is up to the plate right now. Oh, okay, I'm into this. I've been watching him. Boy, he, he is bigger than he was in Seattle. He is 
not a baseball player. Where shoulders end and head begins. He even like chews exactly how he looks. Like he's got bubble gum and he just has this like upper lip kind of snarled. And I'm like, dude, that is just quintessential fat guy chewing. Now, this what, gives me hope that if I were to go try out for the Seattle Mariners. Away, look how far away from the plate. My dad bod would do certainly well because if Daniel Vogelbach can do it, then I can do it. Did he get Kane? No, he, he did. He did get him? Yeah, he got him. He definitely did. You sure? I don't think he so. I think me. they called him safe. Oh, well, yeah, he struck out. You said, did he get Cade? So. No, no, did no. He get Kane? Did he get Kane? Oh, Lorenzo Kane. Lorenzo Kane. That's close. It's close. It's close. If he tagged him, he might have got him. Is this interesting, guys, watching live baseball for you? Um, <laughs> I was going to ask. <laughs> what I was going to say about Vogelbach is like his stomach and his thighs continue. Like it's all the same length. It's almost yeah. like, so at least he's consistent. He's like a well-balanced. He's like me. He holds his weight well. <laughs> I, I don't have a specific part of me that gets overly large. Everything just becomes evenly big. Hence why I am a large human. <laughs> he's kind I'm of, not fat. I'm just evenly distributed. He's kind of like a full body form true. of a cankle. You know how it all just keeps going, connected in one part. Well, that's what I was saying. Like where the scars uh, me, Joe. where the shoulders end and the head begins. There's no neck on that guy. That guy's got no neck. It's a trunk. Who's the best fat baseball player right now? Right now? Yeah. Oh, it's got to be Tortuga. William Zastadio. We gotta. I feel like well, no, like who's better. the like who do I love watching that's fat or, or who, who is, is actually, actually the good? best? Who is actually the best fat player in baseball right now? Because uh, there's not a lot. I mean, you got Vogelbach, you got Astadio, you got uh, Sandoval, who I don't know how right. much he even plays now. Yeah, but. yeah. The history is there. I mean, since uh, Bartolo left, who yeah, is, the who takes the mantle gone. as the fat? Well, and Vlad, even Vladdy Junior. lost a bunch of weight, that so you can't count him. That would have been the answer. That would have been the answer because he, he's, uh, he's a tubby young guy. Is Jesus Aguilar chubby or is he just big? Yeah, I think he's just big. Plus, he's older. What about Max Muncie? No. Ooh, Max Muncie might be the answer. He's thick. I don't know if he's fat. He's thick with two though. C's. Yeah, Mac, Max thick. Muncie is thick. There, there's being thick, and then there's just being fat, like Vogelbach and Astadio. Well, I feel like there's only two fat baseball players, and that's the two of them. Uh, La Tortuga. Okay. I'm gonna have to and go, I want it with the accent. I'm going to have to go through the rosters and yeah, you can't see the say, weight. La Tortuga. No, it has to be La Tortuga. <laughs> I tried to show you guys a picture of him in MLB of the show, and you were not having it. Yeah. We <laughs> you were like, not fat enough. He wasn't no, fat enough. He wasn't. I thought video games were supposed to be realistic. <laughs> realistic as in I'm on the pace to tie the Mariners' best season. Yeah, they're killing right it. They Like NBA 2K, that, that stuff looks pretty real. Yeah. Looks pretty real. Yeah, it does. Tortuga, not fat enough. Yeah, you need to go into edit player mode and... Tack on another thirty lbs on the Ostadio. Although that, although now that we're on this, like we've, I'm, I'm going to completely derail this. I could have pulled it back, and we could have done something real, but I'm not. Oh, going it's to. my fault. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. It's fine. Who is? Be. I'm who, sorry. Who is the best fat player of all time in baseball? Yes, and the exception to the rule is Ruth, because there are guys that were bigger than Ruth, and when you have seven fifteen and you're that size. Instantly, you become number one. So well, let's, okay, let's, let's let's keep George out of this. Let's name fat players. Mo Vaughn. Yeah, that was my first one. Tony Gwynn. You've got both, Tony Gwynn's tubby. You've got both fielders, Cecil and Prince. Both fielders. I would say Poppy. Bartolo Colon. 
the human drumstick himself himself um boy i know there's more pitchers that are heavy than there are hitters obviously david wells yeah david big boy wells, that's big a good boy one. uh stall mike i'm gonna look up fat players in mlb i feel like lance lynn's pretty heavy right now and he's having an mvp type or a cy young type season he's got himself a little belly uh, really? really? He's got himself a belly, but he's got like a 2.7 ERA. Well, I mean, the human drumstick was amazing. <laughs> the heaviest player in Major League history was Jumbo Brown, who <laughs> of weighed course. 295 pounds, and he played from 1925 through 1941. So 295 in the 20s is like 400 pounds now. Until 2005 when Walter Young, I think he played for the Tigers, if I can remember this, Took that record from him when he debuted at 315. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. In what year? 2005. 2005? Yeah, dude, 315. The top 20 fattest MLB players of all time. I'm on the sportster.com, whatever the hell that is. That sounds like a real website. And the first picture is Pablo. And he's got the fattest gut. Like his shirt's raised up because he's in the middle of a throwing motion. It's not a jersey. He's like clearly warming up. I do feel like the panda was, was quite fat this, at, his, at, his, at his heaviest. Uh, John Crook. That's a good one. Tony Gwynn, David Wells, uh, Eddie Guardado. Oh, yeah. He's Ooh, like short and fat. I mean, I don't know if he was fat, but uh, there was a player in the 70s, Terry Foster, that was uh, got his nickname... Terry Fat Tub of Goo Foster uh, from David Letterman. Mm. Okay. I respect that it's from David Letterman. I hate that it was Fat Tub of Goo. <laughs> Terry uh, Fat Tub of Goo Foster. As we're nearing the playoffs, this guy I feel like was always on a playoff squad. Matt Stairs. Okay. Coming in at 200 LBs. I, I don't feel like he's fat. But, <clears throat> all right. Well, how about Fat Adams? Oh, yeah. Fat Adams. Matt oh, Adams, a big boy. That's yeah, a big boy. Yeah. Rod Beck. Do you remember Rod Beck? I do. The reliever? I do. Um, let's see. Ruth at 14. That's no fun. Mo Vaughn at 13. Cecil. Antonio Alfonseca. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. The picture they got of him in the Phillies. Joe, can you see this through the window? Wow. Yeah, right. That, that's got to be the that's jersey like flapping in the <laughs> right, wind or something. Right? That's no way that's right. I can that's see it big, in your reflection. That's yeah. a big boy. Panda at nine. Carlos Lee. What? When he was on the Astros. I don't remember him being big at all. I think he's just a big dude. Okay. Like Prince is a big dude. Like Prince Fielder is just right. a big His dude. dad had a stomach, though, which yeah. is why you think of the both. Prince the was just massive. Uh, I don't know who that guy is. I don't know who that guy is. Bartolo number at one. number five. Wow, number five for weighing, Bartolo? Weighing in at 285. Sure. 5'11", 285. That's more like 5'11", 320. My, God, he's my spirit animal. Jonathan Broxton. I don't remember him being fat either. Oh. I remember I, him uh, on the Dodgers. I just saw this too. <laughs> I remember him well, on the Dodgers being in good shape. Right, right here? Yeah, that's dude, what I just came dude, across dude, as well. Dimitri Young, a beast. Just an absolute man I remember child. Dimitri Young. 6'2", 295. Wasn't he a 13 Tiger? 13 seasons. Cardinals, Reds, Tigers, Nationals. Two-time All-Star. He was a highly rated prospect, if I remember correctly. Uh, number one is a guy I don't know named Walter Young at 320. That was the guy that we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, that we were talking about earlier. He only played 14 games in the MLB. I was thinking of Dimitri Young when I heard Walter Young. Number two, I can't believe we missed this. Number two, in my opinion, 
only because I'm biased, should be a Hall of Famer, Karsten Charles Sabathia. Oh, he wasn't even on the list? Oh, he's, he's number, number one. Two. Oh, number two, sorry. Because remember, as he got older, he lost a ton of weight. But when he was in Cleveland, Milwaukee, and early Yankee, when they won that title with CC, He was a big boy. He was a big boy. He was chunky. That is funny. He that drank, f- didn't he drink a lot? Yeah, we forget about him because he's so thin now. He's so thin now, and he's like active about losing weight and taking care of your body that we forget. Again, not a fat guy. Just a massive human being. This text says, you're all making me rethink this big bacon cheddar burger I'm out to order. <laughs> dude, mow dude, down. Eat it. Dude, mow down. Life's too short to worry about that kind of stuff. Yeah, dude, who cares? Order it, especially if you're in a hurricane, and <clears throat> get it from DoorDash if need be. Yeah, dude, get after it. And also, it didn't make the list, but probably because he was shorter and probably didn't like make it weight-wise to be the size of Karsten Charles, who was 300 at one point. More uh, than that. Uh, but like Tony Gwynn, I mean, Kirby. Yeah, okay. Kirby was a chunky dude. Yeah, he got a little belly there. I yeah, but it. he was like, but he was like me if I was rich. Yeah, exactly. If I was rich, I'd easily gain 30 pounds. <laughs> easily. And he'd be like, yeah, I love Pat. Yeah, he's a little squishy, but he's a great guy. Squishy but lovable. And that's what everybody felt about Kirby. And and so thanks to the text police for that. Because Puckett uh, might be the him and him and Tony Gwynn got to go down as the nicest fat guys, right? And I guess Ruth as well. I mean, Ruth. I don't notori- know anything about his personality. Notoriously, Ruth was great with like fans and kids oh, okay. and stuff like that. Sidney Ponson, he was another chunker. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Sidney Ponson, Orioles legend. Sidney <clears throat> Ponson. You don't know that Ruth was great with kids? No. Oh, dude, he would like be driving down the streets of New York, and he would like let kids jump in his car and ride with him. Always sign autographs for kids. Always buy hot dogs for them and stuff. Could you imagine that these days? Well, because he had such a tragic... Hey, kids, come on and get into my car. (laughs) He had such a tragic... Don't worry about your parents. He had such a tragic upbringing. His father was a huge A, and, you know, and he came from nothing. He was just a lovable big kid that played baseball. This quote about Ruth, he will be forever remembered for his skills with a bat and his ability with a fork. (laughs) <laughs> I like that. well that was when like bonds was going through all that stuff about steroids the giant signs were ruth did it on hot dogs and beer <laughs> and it was like yeah dude and it killed him <laughs> yeah ruth one of the all-time good guys cool one of I, the I all-time no good guys you should yeah. know more about the second greatest yankee of all time mike okay i do need to watch ken burns baseball in full I'm sure I'll learn plenty. There's also that. a really great movie called Babe, starring John Goodman you as mean, Babe Ruth. You mean the pig movie? No. I think it's called, oh, I think it's, I think it's The Babe. <laughs> and it's John Goodman. The pig movie? <laughs> it's John Goodman playing Babe Ruth. It's awesome. Dude. We all know the movie Babe, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. That'll do, pig. That'll, That'll do. do. <laughs> uh, By the way, I just saw this. Another squirrel. Central Park in three hours, 5.2 inches of rain. Wow. Hence the flooding. Hence the flooding. Isn't there a little, like, creek in Central Park? There's a whole fledged lake. Oh, right. There is a giant lake. Yeah. Huh. I've I been was to in Central Park, Park just a couple of weeks ago. Man, jealous. I'm, I was in Central Park in 2008. It's been a long time since I've been back east. I miss it. I really like New York. So we should talk some real baseball, huh? 
We just nobody did. Me- nobody mentioned the fact that I called Babe Ruth the second greatest Yankee of all time. Nothing. We're just going to glance over that. Why would- I thought someone would pick it up, but no. No, we picked it up. You're right. Who's number one? Mick. Oh, I was going to say Lou Gehrig. Oh, well, yeah. You could argue that, too. I mean, Mickey plays center, though. Mm-hmm. Center's harder. Gehrig hit more bombs, though. Gehrig won more rings. Yeah. Played more games. Wasn't a raging alcoholic womanizer. As far as we know. God, Mickey Mantle's my favorite. <laughs> like, what a dude. Like, that's the life I want to live. All right, when we come back. The Mariners made some news as they promoted some people and kept some people around. What does this say about the future of the Seattle Mariners? I want to get to that next. But first, there's my man Joe with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. You know, with the hot Ben Simmons news today, I was wondering if we were going to get a little... Ben Simmons, Clay Thompson on the same team? Let's go! Nah, I'm joking. Nobody cares about Ben Simmons. Unless he becomes a blazer. Uh, If he becomes a blazer, people care. I love in Joe's update. It's funny. Joe did it. I heard you do it earlier saying, calling Jerry DePoto the president of basketball operations. I, I know. I did that earlier. By I heard too. you do it on my, on my, I was driving around and I, I caught an update from you. And then Joe just did it in his last update because I wonder if this is a thing. Now, as we slide into this new story, you know, I don't want to bury the lead here. This new story. 30 minutes later. <laughs> the, the The Mariners. Uh, signed Scott Service to a new long-term deal. Yep. Also signed Jerry DePoto to a new long-term deal. Yep. And made him the first ever president of baseball operations for the Seattle Mariners, which got me kind of thinking, maybe this is why you've both had this, like, Freudian-esque slip. Is it because, is this not a widely done thing in baseball? I, think, I mean, I imagine Cashman is the president of baseball operations. Oh, I, I think know. Epstein was the president of baseball operations for the Cubs. I don't know if he was for the Red Sox, but I imagine he was for the Cubs because it's a title. It doesn't I mean, titles are titles. It doesn't necessarily mean something. I think the reason I did it, I'm looking up Brian Cashman now, was the previous story was a basketball story. And I said, in basketball, the Hawks are keeping Clint Capella. And then I went to the next story and said, president of basketball operations. Right, right. But I'm still wondering, though, if in your mind, there aren't a ton of president of baseball ops. I could see that. I could see that. No, uh, Brian Cashman is senior, senior vice president and general manager. See, that sounds more like, that sounds more correct. Senior vice president... Although, what's better than a senior vice president? Is it just, is the vice president better than the senior vice president? I'm going to go ahead and assume this is in order. But uh, So who's president of baseball ops? Is that a Steinbrenner? Uh, there is no president of baseball ops. So then how can you be a vice with a no president? You can't triple there stamp is a, a double stamp. There is a president of the team, and that is Randy Levine. So, Who is Randy Levine? Yankees front office guy been there forever. Oh, really? Yeah. How has he got a better job than 
you know, the guy that wins you titles. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> also, Cashman, I'm pissed. Also, he's what Randy. The hell, bro? He's Randy Levine Esquire. Oh. And then the chief operating officer is Lon Trost Esquire. So very fancy. Oh, you're all fancy. Meanwhile, this senior vice president who doesn't even have a president to report to uh, is over here winning you titles, managing games daily. You want to you want to hear something worse? There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. 13 senior vice presidents on the Yankees. That's messed up, man. They're that, all different sub roles, but they're all senior vice presidents. I, I'm that sure, sounds like a bunch of people that are friends with Hank and Hal. That's I, what that sounds like. I man. think what it probably is, is it's just a, it's like a level to get paid a certain amount. So if you become a senior vice president, you can get raised up to whatever level that is. And then your secondary job is actually your real job. <laughs> like there's a senior vice president stadium operations, you know, a senior vice well, yeah. president's chief security officer. That makes sense, but you can't tell me that the chief security officer, is, the senior vice president of chief security, is the same role as the senior vice president of baseball operations. My name's Brian Cashman. I have more rings than my hand fits. <laughs> That's actually not true. I think he has as many rings as his hand fits. Well, less than that. No, he's got five. Oh, one hand. Sorry. I was thinking of both. 98, 99, 2000. 2009. 2009. I always get nine and eight confused. Or nine and ten, excuse me. How could you? Well, because 2010, 2010's World Series is pretty forgettable. Meanwhile, it's now 40 minutes and we've continued to bury okay, the all lead. Right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Jared Poto gets <laughs> named the president of baseball operations for the first time ever. This position is created for the Seattle Mariners. And that's not really what I want to talk about. Okay. Congratulations to DePoto. For climbing the ladder, getting yourself a cool title. For being mocked on this show and now being praised on this show because you stopped being a habitual trader and you became a savvy trader. And I've been a little less on DePoto than you have, but I've been on DePoto. We 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 share similar thoughts about DePoto. I think I like him a little more than you do, but that's like liking a turd a little bit more than someone else. The real thing here. Is Scott Service. We talked, I've talked about this in the past. Scott Service, a.k.a. <clears throat> Mr. Wet Blanket. I've talked about this in the past. I said, it might have been last week, might have been two weeks ago, but I know it was recent. If the Mariners who are on the precipice of having a window, some might argue the window's opening right now. I think the window's going to open next year when they pay Robbie Ray too much money. <laughs> But that's where I feel. That's a dangerous person to pay based on his career history. Uh, well, 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 the guy's going to get paid. He's got less walks this year than he did last year in a COVID-shortened season. Mm. Stat for He's you. also second in strikeouts. Stat for you, where? Um Scott Service, if the Mariners who are about to walk into something cool fired Scott Service to bring in somebody else, a la Tony LaRussa in Chicago A.J. Hinch in in Houston. Joe Madden. Chase Tingler in San Diego. Joe Madden in Chicago. I was going to be really upset. But today, Jerry DePoto has stamped that this window is going to be ran by Scott Service. And I, for one, am very into it. It makes sense. And one, it's, it's a kind thing to do to somebody who... You hired to be, you know, 
the guy who's going to get crapped on for a bad team, right? Mm-hmm. And I think this year was kind of his, let's see if we're going to keep you around year. And the fact that he's taken this team, who was not supposed to be in contention at all this year. Who can't hit. Who still can't hit. And has no starting pitching. He has taken this team into three games back of the second wild card spot. Did uh, did Boston lose today again? Uh, they were tied last we checked. No, no they, they won. won. So they're, they're three and a half back of that second wild card spot with a month to go. The Mariners have not been this close since when? I remember, what, like four or five years ago, they were in it with Lloyd McClendon as the manager until like three weeks ago. Uh, I remember all they had to do was win that game in Toronto with Felix on the mound, and he got lit. Yeah. I want to say 15. Something like that. But I think it was, this show was in existence. But it was it was not like the end of the season. It was two or three weeks to go, and they kind of faded. No, right? I think it was the last game of the year. Was all it? Felix had to do was go into Toronto and win that game, and they would have either forced 165 – or, or sorry, 163, or they would have won it, and Felix went in and got lit on if, the road. If that's the case, either way, it's been six years since they've been even close to contention. And there's a month left in the season. They are three and a half back. Oakland has not been playing well. Toronto's not playing well. Boston's in a free... Toronto's probably in more of a free fall than Boston, but Boston's not far behind. Oakland's also in a free fall. But Oakland played really well in that Yankee series. I yeah. thought those games were really good. They were really, really compelling watching baseball. They also just blew a game to the Tigers today. So, uh, yeah, um, I mean, it's kind of like this: this Dodgers Braves series has been really compelling as well. Um, and we'll get to them later. Right now, the Mariners, outside of the Yankees, although the Yankees just lost four in a row as well after their long winning streak, are playing the best baseball of all the teams in the wild card hunt. They look fantastic. And two shutouts against the best offense in baseball. Their bullpen is on fire right now. Abraham Toro hit a grand slam off Kendall Graveman yesterday, which is hilarious. Just the greatest thing ever. The most anti Seattle Mariner thing ever. Right. Like you would think that Toro played for the Astros and Graveman played for the Mariners. That would be a Mariner step, but no tables turn. And they're just playing well. They're, you say they don't have any starters. Well, some guy named Chris Flexen, who they Whoa. brought over from Asia, Whoa, baby, is uh, I don't know if I saw said this on the show last week, but it was there was only a certain number of pitchers who had gone six innings and given up one or less runs this year, ten times, and it was Garrett Cole, Lance Lynn, and Chris Flexen. I I did I produced Dirt and Flexen nuts <clears throat> on batters is what he's doing. <laughs> yes, dude. Man up. <laughs> yes, dude. Uh, I produced Dirt and Sprague on Monday, and I had to do my updates. You know, I was living in your guys' land. And I said, tonight on the mound, Astros Mariners, Luis Garcia versus Chris Flexen in what should be a pretty damn good pitching matchup. And I was. said that in my update. And it was. At like 6 in the morning with nobody listening. But I was right. Marco, uh, Marco's been pitching much <clears throat> better the last few months. And... Really, it's all about the bullpen after that. They've got enough guys who are... And Gilbert, of course, the rookie. Yeah, Logan's he's been, been pretty good. He's been up and down, but he's doing better than Jared Kelnick, for example, who, boy, is he bad right now. My goodness. He's got... You know he reminds me of a little bit right now? And cover your ears, Mariners fans? A little like Clint Frazier. <laughs> like, he came up with a ton of hype. He started off slow, and he wouldn't get out of his own head. The home run stroker. No, that's Kyle Higashioka. <laughs> Clint Frazier probably never playing baseball again. But that's thank God. That's because he's got a he's got a head issues, not mental issues. Like literally, he has vertigo. Um, 
because he crashed into an outfield wall. But uh, that's kind of what he's reminded me of right now. It's like every once in a while he gets hit and you're like, hey, potential. Hey. And then he goes over 10 with eight strikeouts in the series before he got a single in this game today. So I think it's really cool. There's obviously stuff going on in Seattle and front office has basically said something. They've made a statement about what the next few years is going to look like. And I imagine that resonates with the players because it seems like the players are really in on Scott's service. So the question that I'm going to ask you is not only is this the right choice, but as we sit with a few weeks left of the season, can the Mariners actually pull this off and get to the playoffs for the first time in 20 years? We'll get to that next. This is the hot corner. This is Portland Sports Leader and the Odyssey app. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. We got Dodgers Braves on the telly right now. Dodgers up two zip, bottom six. We'll get into this National League West situation at the top of the eight o'clock hour. As things are about to come to a head here, as the that was abrupt. As the uh, Joe was slowly fading. As the 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 Dodgers are streaking, the Giants are struggling, and they're about to play each other. So we'll get into that. Top of the 8 o'clock hour, but I want to finish up this conversation with DePoto and Service. And, you know, I'm not quite sure if DePoto is the right guy for the Mariners, but so far, so good. He has been, he he deserves a chance to see it through. I think so, too. I And I don't even think that's an opinion, Mike. I think that's reality. I think you saying that isn't. I, Mike Lynch, feel this way. I think it's I, Mike Lynch, think this is reality. I think he does deserve to see it through. And if it goes to an absolute disaster, he might not ever be a GM again. Yeah, true. But this could catapult him into something. I mean, if he brings the Seattle Mariners to a World Series, I mean, you're looking like Theo Epstein territory. That is very true. You know, that kind of stuff. And service as a manager, I I think more so than DePoto to see it through, I think service absolutely has earned his route through it. So my question to you, Mike, is what's a success this year for the Mariners? It's already a success. You think it's just because I've been saying this. I think it's house money. This is a successful season already. No matter what. No matter what it's done. They tank in in September and they finish seven games out of the wild card. Doesn't matter. It's It's a successful season for sure. Absolutely. It's a it's a team that was supposed to be last, second to last in their division, mm-hmm. who was a year or two away, and they're pulling at Astros. The Astros were a year or two away, and then they made the playoffs. So And had a damn good series with the A's. They did. Or uh, No, it was, it was the Royals. I think it's the Royals on their way to a World Series. 2015? <clears throat> yeah, I think it's 15. Because 16 is Cubs, 17 is Astros, 18 Red Sox, Mm -hmm. 19 Nationals, 20 Dodgers. Yes. Nice. Bam. You say you're bad at that, too. 
The uh, you gotta just gotta clench your fist real tight and make sure it's popping out, and you just bam. It's the seven foot kid with acne. Strokes. <laughs> that um, guy just got a lot of money. I love when everyone's like Lori Marganin, and I'm like, oh, the seven foot kid who strokes it with acne on his back. Um, it's already a success. I don't. I don't feel like there's anything that could happen now that could ruin that outside of like, I don't know, a career-ending injury for a good good player or something. Right, right. But, I mean, think they're doing this without Kyle Lewis. Very true. And he just had a setback in his rehab. I know that because he's on my fantasy team. I don't know if Kyle Lewis is ever going to be the player that we thought he would be based on no! all these based on all these injuries. But no! you never. But you never know. Um, this is this is setting up to be a good race to the end. You asked before the break. Can they make the playoffs? I don't know if they're going to. I think the teams around them in the race are more talented than they are. Mm-hmm. But there is something about the way the M's are playing close games this year that makes you think that they could stick around until the end. Um, if the Red Sox COVID situation continues to be a problem and it's getting worse, mm-hmm. Bogarts just tested positive in during the game yesterday. And he is, you know, if Shohei Otani wasn't playing baseball, Xander might be my MVP. Him or Abreu. Um, so... That's going to obviously be something to keep an eye on. But the Red Sox are still a better team than the Mariners are talent-wise. Uh, the A's are a better team than you, although they're playing really inconsistent ball right now. The Blue Jays are a better team. They're struggling. None of that matters. It just matters how well you're playing at the end of the year. But if I'm going to be forced to pick, are the Mariners making the playoffs? That fact alone is just going to make me say no. Yeah. There's, there's too many other teams around <clears throat> you. It's not as if right now you are in the second wild card spot, two games back of the first place wild card team, and a game or two up on the, on the team behind you, you're chasing it. And when you're three and a half back, although that is attainable, when everyone's going at the same time, those games are hard to make up. Mm-hmm. So what you need if you're a Mariners fan is you need to hope for a 10-game winning streak, yeah, a six-game winning streak. Something, some, some kind of momentum. Something. It's not even the momentum. It's just something that will give you two games in the standings, right? And I'm coming at this with experience as a Yankee fan. They just won 13 games in a row. Yeah. At the end of that 13-game win streak, they were five games back of the Rays because the Rays were, in their 13-game win streak, they were 11-2. and two. They gained two games <clears throat> on first place in a 13-game win streak. But it still resonates huge. I mean, I remember the Indians threw off 22 in a row, and we were like, we're going to the World Series, babe. And you did. And you did. And, and like, that, that that can go a long way. So it'll be interesting, and we'll, you know, we'll keep you all updated on the, on the Mariners as we're obviously going to watch it, not just because we live here locally, but because it is a compelling race right now. But side note, little bonus bonus points here, Mike. Extra time here. Are you concerned for the Astros? They are not playing great, are they? Not. Not at all. I'm not using this like, oh, the Mariners suck and you got shut out twice. No, it's like you ran into a team with a good bullpen. The, and by the you way, you ran Mar- into a team with a good bullpen that couldn't muster a ton of offense and you got shut out two games in a row. That's most disaster in the playoffs. That it does. JR's in. He goes, uh, you've got to do way better than one and three against the Royals. Well, the Astros just lost two series in a row to the Royals. Yeah. So maybe you just caught the Royals at the wrong time. They're playing great. Salvi Perez is on fire right now. God, he looks great. And um, Give that guy some MVP votes. Am I worried about the Astros? Not particularly, because I feel like they're still pretty comfortably going to get that division. But you're mm-hmm. right. If you go up against a good bullpen and you can't muster up any runs, that's not a good sign. It's not a good sign. So I'm a touch worried for the Astros. I'm not really because I hate them. 
bunch of cheating losers. <laughs> anyway, loaded second hour coming up. Stick with us. We're going to check in on the National League West and also Javi Baez and the Mets. And plus, we got fair or foul. Don't go anywhere. 1080 The Fan. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.